off. Engine is started. So let's do a let's do a drive time podcast here. A couple things I want to talk about this morning. Uh, two two high level things that are somewhat um, somewhat separate, I guess. But I, they're all this whole thing is basically a, a media. It's a vlog, I guess, without video about. Uh, stuff I'm reading and, and listening and watching and whatnot. I don't do as much watching, uh, although I do definitely like it. Trying to watch trying to watch stuff that isn't Star Wars and Marvel, but then that comes on, I watch, I get sick of watching, I'd rather read. So this one uh this one uh oh I'm driving too fast in the school zone. This one what are the people cross crosswalk guard? I know he's trying to be nice, uh, but when you're trying to turn on to like the street with the school on it and every you know with all the kids walking around and stuff, all the dude he tries to wave to everyone, and it drives me fucking nuts because I always think he's telling me to stop, and I'm turning right at the corner that he's on, and he's just always waving, waving. You always think he wants you to stop. It drives me crazy, and he's just trying to be nice. He also parks his car. Uh, maybe 20 feet from where he's standing on the corner and it completely blocks all the cars that are trying to turn right so instead he just creates this whole traffic thing where maybe you know 40 percent of the cars need to turn right they can't they got to stand in they got to sit in the line of cars trying to turn left one day it's like but then i feel bad i'm like one day i'm going to tell him that he's a goddamn headache but he's just being nice too and it would make him feel bad so we'd never do that um, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, I'll talk about two things today. One of them will be the, uh, the NWMWE hashtag that I did for February. Apparently this has been going on for years and I've never seen it, even though I would say the majority, I, I know I do mostly the comic stuff now on casting and comics, but the majority of the time, what I use Twitter for was, was music and stuff and talking about music and, and following musicians and whatnot. And, uh, and I'd never seen MWE. I don't know why. And I, I, I would just go on, you know, big slashes where I would be on Twitter for a while and then I wouldn't be, uh, but I did it this year. And what it is, is it's called music writers exercise. And you're just supposed to listen to an album every day in February. And, you uh, and you give it a very short single tweet review, but in, and it needs to be it should be a new album that you've never heard. And this month I did a whole bunch of stuff that from artists I knew, but from maybe albums that I hadn't heard. So you know, a lot of legacy artists that put out an album in 2012 or something, things like that. Um, and one of the things I learned is that sometimes the masses are right. So oftentimes, I like for the Wu-Tang Clan albums, not, you know, not the full group, but I listened to a couple of the individual members' individual albums that came out at a time when I probably wouldn't have been listening to too much music, like mid-2006, like 7, 8, something like that. Um, that was when I was, you know, meeting my wife and moving to Poland and whatnot. And, uh, and it was, it was like, it was before there was really a Spotify or anything like that. I I remember being an early Rhapsody user because I thought the whole digital listen to music for one payment was great, but there was no apps, (coughs) right? So iPhone and all that stuff came out around the time that I moved away. 
And uh, in general, I would say, especially in a country like Poland, you know, they're like a year off from what happens in the United States as far as uh, as far as like a new phone or something. And it's probably more or less the they're probably more or less released the same today. But back then, that when the iPhone was new, you know, and you wouldn't really listen to music on it anyway, right? You still had your iPods and stuff. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So I missed a lot of new music then, or maybe I wasn't listening to as much hip hop. Who knows? So I listened to a couple Wu Tang albums, and they were good. But you you sort of understand why why they didn't move the needle as far as uh, as far as hip hop fandom, and and it's not even like um, the Raekwon album I listened to wasn't as good as his early Cuban Links album that everyone loves from his solo work or that the Method Man album I listened to wasn't as good as some of his earlier work or whatnot. To be honest, in that period, Method Man was doing stuff with Red Man that was really good. Um, the singles weren't that good, but the albums as a whole were really good. So I, I learned that, that okay, some of those albums in, in, in the black hole or that aren't really known from the from the artists really probably deserve not to be super known. And even those are a little bit bad example because they were actually good. Um, but yeah, so I continued with NWE through March. I just kept, I'll just keep posting the little one tweet reviews and I'll use, I'll use the tag. I see, I see on Twitter that some people are still doing it, which is, uh, which is cool to me. So now I have a hashtag much like the you know hashtag 500 comic goal my 500 comic goal hashtag for uh, comics where I could just see what other people are listening to and what they're saying about and stuff um, and then uh, you get and also get a quick review for music that I may not necessarily like very much um, a lot of R&B that I'm just not a fan of so I you know I've seen uh, someone doing uh, doing reviews of those on there and, uh, it, you know, open up my mind a little bit and not just new stuff, right? Because I would see a bunch of new stuff and, and I'm more inclined to listen to it when the weekend has something new. That's R&B I actually like, but, um, but yeah, then I'll just see other stuff that I may not be as interested in, but I can hear what, uh, what the people that do like it are saying about it or the people that do like that genre are saying about an album that maybe isn't that, that good. So I enjoy, I enjoy that. And it made me think, okay, I put it together, right? That there's this hashtag that I like, uh, you know, to follow, to go click on and look to see what other people that I may not be following or know are saying about it. And then I have the, the hashtag, uh, my 500 comic goal, right? And that one's great. I've, you know, I've even on that one, I even follow people and that's a different account that's comic based and stuff. And it, you know, I'm surprised that I've kept up with it now through the middle of March. Normally, I get sick of this kind of thing and I could, and I move on from it. But I've, uh, I've, I've really kept up with it. And I started thinking of other hashtags that, you know, that actually have a following. So not a person that has a following, but a hashtag that has a following that I would be interested in. And I'm not sure which ones. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I tried to look up like if there's articles or, you know. But it's funny because those live in. Those, those live in Twitter and people that are on Twitter will sort of use them. And, and there are hashtags where people talk about stuff. There's like film Twitter and there's the X Twitter for X-Men fans and stuff. But there's not a, there's not something where you log, 
your own tweet necessarily. Um, it's just uh, where people talk and where people, you know, where, where the conversation is because there's a lot of people that use Twitter just for film. Um, you know, and I dip in and out of there on and off and I guess I could use the NW, you know, MWE. Uh, I guess I could do something similar to MWE with film, right? But I go on these long streaks where I'll watch three or four in a week and then I won't watch anything for a month and a half. So talk about that. Um, I, I still have a, a few up. I have a few up there that I've recently put. I've listened to, um, I don't even know how to pronounce some of these metal bands names, but, um, Pierron, and that was called, uh, um, I think it was called Abscess Soul, but it's Abscess something. And that, that band is great. They're, they come out of, they come out of a, a metal scene that, I mean, for lack of a better word, I guess everyone's calling what's happening in Brooklyn hipster right now. I guess there's a lot of gentrification, but there's a lot of bars and, and clubs down there. And, um, and so I don't necessarily think that a lot of these bands are actually from Brooklyn necessarily. They might be. Um, but they are from the wider New York area, and then they play at rock clubs in Brooklyn or other metal clubs in Brooklyn in that area. And one of them is this Pierron band. Probably the more famous one, I think, is Imperial Triumphant. And they're wonderful, too. And it's, uh, it's funny because I have this pretend this uh, pretend uh, you know problem or competition or rivalry with New York but I gotta admit that the some of that music coming out of there is to me is very very creative there's another band called Woe there's another band called uh, Luminous Soul which I'll put up a, a review on, on Twitter a short review on Twitter um, soon and I'm also using M- this MWE hashtag I'm not worrying about if the album's new I've listened to this Pyron or uh album many times and and the one before it also um but then i I also find myself looking for if you know i don't have anything to say about the album that i listen to or for whatever reason i just forget sometimes i forget the whole day to put earphones on at work i find myself uh finding sometimes looking for eps or or smaller albums um just so i there's something i could say something about them essentially and uh you know i think the world's more set up for EPs. I understand that Drake and and Chance the Rapper are putting out 30 songs at a time, but that's because they have this following on on streaming and, and that's how they're going to make money. But for the most part, I think in the life that we live today, um, that EPs are, are almost better um, and that you should have a full album's worth of material but uh, maybe release two EPs in the year or something. But it's funny because pe- people don't want to treat EPs like real albums. They want to like lower them or act like they're in in the context of rock and metal or punk or whatever that they're like mixtapes that they're not the real thing, you know. And that drives me nuts a little bit uh, because in a lot of ways, uh, five or six songs is is a lot more enjoyable. Um, <coughs> You know, a lot of people will just find the single or the one or two songs that they like and not even go to the album, right? I'm still a big album listener, but I just want to, I want short albums to matter as much as the long albums, right? And uh, so I'll find EPs and, and that's that's actually helped me find some really cool bands uh, that are more earlier in the career. And one of them's Horse Girl and they're not that new, but they still haven't put out an album or an EP. There's just a collection of singles that I just called an EP. Uh, and the reason that this is a, a to me is a cool way to listen to music because the since since an album is not you know an album is serious and an EP is somewhat taken less seriously or whatever uh, you'll find 
bands earlier in their in their career, right? Or in in their you know working together, and I find it to be a lot more creative. Um, and and like this band Horse Girl, for example, I could tell that when they finally do put together an album or something, and I think they're in high school or early college, so they're clearly just doing this for fun. That I think they'll probably take a an indie rock turn that's a, a little bit less for me because it'll be a little bit more um, palatable, I guess. Not that their music isn't palatable now, but there's a, there's a lot more going on. So they do have the droney, quiet lyrics in the background, which is fine. Um, you know, I've learned to, to make adjustments for that for early listens because I end up liking it fine. Um, but the songs just do a lot of fun stuff within, you know, within the context of a song and, and, and stay away from this, uh, pop structure that even indie rock has often, you know, so just really fun, noisy stuff. Um, to me, it's recorded really well in that, um, where the mix is really done, uh, done right in that nothing sounds too loud or, or, or too much at the forefront. Um, the song I really like out of there is, um, now I have to find it since I'm at a red light, so we can, we can look for it. It's not putting anyone in, in a, in any danger. Um, ballroom dance scene was one of the songs that I really liked that I think, uh, just had a good structure, good sound, uh, and something I enjoyed. So I could even do that for NWE, um, and space out some of those, some of those reviews, uh, on there. And that's cool because on my personal Twitter, I haven't really done, done much with it. You know, the comic Twitter, I, I time a whole bunch of tweets and I, I see that they appear like while I'm working and stuff because I'll start getting notifications or whatnot. Um, and then, you know, at lunch I might answer some depending on how much I want to read. But, uh, on my regular Twitter, I haven't been doing, um, too much on it. And mostly because, you know, Twitter can get really, really like hateful and, I, people call it stressful, but I, I don't get stressed over that stuff. I just get really fucking annoyed um, by it, and it's happening in comic Twitter too. But you just I, you just have to you just have to know where to put the the boundaries and stuff, and what who not to follow, and just to avoid stuff. And you know, sometimes people that I agree with, um, they just get annoying. They just don't stop, you know. But Twitter's a place for. Uh, a, a place for feelings is what it is, and that's what happens. And feelings and quick reactions and whatnot. So, uh, Instagram is cool too, but I just don't want to take that much time to, you know, take wonderful pictures and stuff. So I've been posting reviews with pictures there too, occasionally for comics and whatnot. Uh, we'll see if I use my Instagram and, uh, you know, my personal Instagram, I, mostly for family stuff and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about comics, but I guess I could save that. Or not comics, but what I'm reading. So I guess this was mostly a what I'm listening to short podcast. Um, but I did want to talk about reading and and uh, and the way that, you know, comics eat up on my other kind of reading. Um, and uh, and what this uh, hashtag's made me realize that I got a lot of room to, to read other stuff, you know. Um, and that's that's true within comics and within books. So... I started making a, now that my, you know, my son, my second son is, is out of the, the infant newborn stage. He's a little bit over one years old. Um, the comic thing isn't as a, isn't as much of a, you know, this is how I can read 15 minutes at a time if I'm lucky and, and just do as much as I can. I sort of want to retrain my brain for more long form reading 
the you know the kind of stuff that I was doing uh, before, and I'll talk more about this. I, I mean, I'll give this a whole like a whole segment because I'm I'm coming up to work here in a second. But uh, you know, I was looking at my my bookshelf and I realized, oh, there's all these series that I was in the middle of when I had my first son, when I had Zachary, who's now is going to turn four here at the end of March, and that I've just left alone. So. You know N.K. Jemison's book, um, the Three Body Problem. So a lot of them are, are science fiction. That's what I was reading a lot uh, at the time. And uh, oh, the Expanse series. That you know, I remember when season one. I remember when it got canceled. I was like, well, I'll just watch it. I'm in the middle of you know book. I think I read two books and two and two of the novellas. And I'll just watch it. And then it got picked up. And then it got famous. It got picked up by Amazon Prime. They continued it. And it got popular. And now it's already ended. And I'm at the same place in the regular books that I was at the time. You know, and there's a good seven of them. My steps, uh, my stepsister, she's my actual sister. My, my, uh, my half-sister, but I just call her my sister, of course. My sister, um, you know, I introduced those to her like four years ago. And she's read the entire series. My dad, who doesn't even read science fiction. He's more like a Tom Clancy, John Grisham kind of reader. Uh, he's read them all too, so they all got way ahead of me in these books, and and so I want to get back to real reading. I, you know, I have um, uh, um, uh, Gabriel, uh, oh my, I can't remember his name, Marquez book um, that I, you know, I, I got about thirty-five pages in last week, so I haven't opened that up for the whole week, right? So uh, uh, it's time to really start um, doing that. So I, I have more to say about that uh, as we come up, but I am pulling into work now, and this has been the the Morning Drive podcast, and we'll see what else, uh, what else I do with this and, and how, else, how else I work it, and hopefully I keep them pretty, pretty short.